rob people of their properties, sulfur, to even own a house in this country, it will be impossible. House ownership will be dictated by the government. They will put people into zones, zones, friendship zones. Friendship zones are places where if you are a supporter of the government, if you defend the government policies, if you are obedient to the government rules, they will give you housing in the friendship zone and the friendship zone will have electricity, it will have light, it will have water, it will have amenities. And if you are housed in any of the other zones, life will be very hard. It will not always be dependable electricity. It will not always be regular services, you know, like medical care and things like that. Just coming to turn this country, this, this country that people worked so hard to establish, just coming to turn it into some kind of weird, some kind of very weird uh, communist manifesto. That's the only thing I can think of, some kind of weird Karl Marx nightmare dream scenario, fever dream, horribleness, horribleness. And these people have been reading books how to do this. It will seem to people that, oh no, the government is just deciding to do this. Why are they deciding? These people have been studying. God says they have a playbook. They have a rule book. That's what he is saying. They have a rule book. They are following some kind of protocol, some kind of book, some kind of rule book that tells them step by step how to spoil a country. If you can believe it, Selfer. They are reading something, some kind of printed material that I see them reading at a table, how to do it, do this step, then do this next step. Then when the people are angry, wait for three months, then do this next step. But if they are not so angry, then you can go to step three. But if they are very angry, then wait a while, then you go to step three. Don't just rush. But systematic destruction of the nation is coming from a book. It is coming from a playbook. It is coming from a rule book. And this nation is being destroyed on purpose. It is being destroyed because God says that even the wicked have higher purpose. That's what um, he is saying, that even the wicked, they fancy themselves men of purpose. This is what God is saying. So when you fancy yourself, this is when you have delusions. A delusion is a completely false belief that you believe with your whole heart as if it were true. All those who serve Satan are under a great delusion, but they believe the lies of the devil and the utopia he has convinced them that he will build because he has told them that my world is faulty. He has told them that my plans are evil. He has told them, can you believe this? He has told them, God is saying that there are flaws in my design. Satan has convinced the people who serve him that there are flaws in the divine design and that he can do better. Is this not deception at its purest and most distilled format? Is this not mental illness to think that God can do something worse than Satan? To think that Satan is able to improve upon a single facet of the Father's design. This is the way of man, God is saying. This is the way of man to always love the lie, to 
always choose deception. Man chooses his destruction generation after generation. The sins of the father are repeated in the sons. This is what the Lord says. The sins of the generations, they move seamlessly from level to level, generation to generation, man to man, soul to soul. This is why we can never get out of the patterns of destruction that we bring upon ourselves. And God says that modern technology has helped us to kill ourselves faster in this last generation than any generation that has ever lived before us. Imagine this, the acceleration of the death of man due to machine due to machine we will become the slaves of our own inventions we will become the prisoners of our own inventions high mindedness and pride will be written on the gravestone of this generation here lies man destroyed by the things he imagined this is what I am seeing, a gravestone and written on that gravestone. Here lies mankind destroyed by what he imagined. Pride, pride, pride of man, allowing fallen angels into this dimension, opening gateways for them, God is saying, opening portals for them through necromancy, necromancy. I think this is the practice or the habit of trafficking with the dead. Trafficking with dead things or raising the dead. It is something like that. Necromancy. Bringing the dead to life. Ancestral property, God is saying. Ancient rites that call upon the secrets of the pharaohs. Using the secrets of the pharaohs. Ancient scrolls, secret rites written in hidden books. Living people are calling dead things to rise again by accessing information that has been seamlessly kept generation to generation. He says, these demonic secrets have been passed down with care like family heirlooms. Family heirlooms, they have preserved how to summon evil, how to summon the dead, how to awaken the dead. They have preserved these things so carefully. The way you keep diamonds and rubies in velvet to stop them from scratching, that is how carefully they have preserved the words of Satan. And it is his voice that you hear. God says the voice of Satan is coming out of the mouth of the media. It is the devil's voice that you hear coming out of the media in the various nations, brainwashing the people, lying to the people, seduction, deception, and it enters the mind and the heart of all who listen to it and you are taken captive into a nest of lies, lies. Take heed that no man deceive you. This is what Jesus says. This generation is as deceived as it can get. And now it is only awaiting the finishing touches of wickedness for destruction. Come out from among them and be separate. Separate from them. Separate from these gatherings of iniquity. Why should you die? My children, why should you lose your life? Why should you perish? Why should you pass away? 
my goodness, my goodness. We must love truth. We must earnestly seek for the truth. If the wicked ones can preserve their lies like diamonds and rubies, then we must seek the Lord's pearls of wisdom so that we can be saved, so that we can be protected. Whoever exalts himself above the law of God, God is saying you will not, you will not stand. God is saying he will cut you off at the root. He will rip you up out of the earth. You of the false beliefs, you of the false churches, false churches will fall. A great fall. The Lord says great was the fall of the house that was not built upon the rock. Many of the houses of worship have become swamps swamps and he said the people are dying sinking into the mud in these swamps and still they will not separate from the house of the deceiver some of these pastors have become so rich he says trafficking in lies and the people consent to the lies and the people preserve the lies carefully and pass it on to their children Imagine this, God is showing me a grandmother, a mother, and a young woman of about 18 or 19 years, three generations of deceived Christians in the same house. Three generations of deceived Christian women in the same house. They have been listening to the same pastor. And that man is Joel Austin. Finally, the Lord is condemning this man. Finally, the Lord is exposing this man, this man that I was told to never speak of this man because of how much God honored John Austin. For the sake of John Austin, I was told not to speak against Joel Austin, but finally I am being shown a gray-haired grandmother, a mother and her daughter deceived for three generations in Lakewood Church. God says it is a lake of lies. And to those who continue in that church, it will become for you, your cornerstone, the lake of fire, unless you depart from these false houses. T.D. Jakes is a free mason. God says this man is part of the Masonic Brotherhood. He has taken oaths to uphold that particular belief system and he is serving something that we know as the Baphomet the goat god that points above and below the goat god that has a male private part and also carries breasts God says it is is it not deception to say that male and female can dwell in the same body what deception is this can male and female dwell in one entity? Is this not perversion? Can you be a man and a woman at the same time? It is impossible. I have never designed that. It is an anomaly. It is an error. T.D. Jakes is a Freemason. And he has been deceiving people for more than 30 years. God says he is a trickster. He is a jester. He is a magician. He does sleight of hand, magic tricks, smooth movements to deceive those who do not know how to distinguish between light and dark. Ah, my people, you perish, you perish before my eyes day and night. 
you are taken captive by the evil wolves I warned you about. Evil men who would creep in among you in the last days, teaching the doctrines of de demons, teaching the doctrines of devils and the traditions of men as if they were canon. And because you have no sound foundation in you, you do not even know the difference. You cannot distinguish between the fowler who has laid a net, a snare for your soul and the true word of submission that comes from faith as it is established in the cornerstones of the gospel. You don't know the difference between the poison cheese and the good cheese. And so you pass away. You pass away like little flowers before my eyes. You have no long life expectancy because you are complicit in your own destruction. My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people are passing away and they would have it so. This is an old way of saying they like it like that. Marcus Rogers, complicit, a mason, a liar, a deceiver, a very new initiate and convert into the Freemasons and the Illuminati, very newly minted. This man has not been with them for a long time. He is one of their newest poster boys. He finally caught their attention. And that's how they brought him in. And watch how they will resist the truth. Watch how they will say, oh no, he taught us good. He helped me come out of a deep situation. And God says, is this not the function of the garden of good and evil? Is this not the function of the tree of deception to feed you evil and show you its good side? Even a stopped clock is right twice a day. Many of these pastors are complicit in this thing called Illuminati. Many of them. Stephen Furtick is one of them. He is one of them. He is also a new initiate and convert. When they start up these young men, it is their desire to be noticed. They want to be famous. And nothing gets you more famous than the gospel. Nothing gets you more attention. Marcus Rogers is a liar. God says that he lines the plate of the gospel with rat poison and how the little rats are feasting in their thousands and their tens of thousands. How the little rats surround the plate and eat, 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 and they crawl away to their houses and they do not know that they are perishing. God says charisma will kill the Christian church in America. Charisma will kill you. All you need is somebody who is attractive enough, who uses enough Bible verses, and you never ask the Holy Spirit one day, who is this man? Who is this woman? God revealed this person to me. God says there is a wicked underbelly. And the gospel singers and the gospel teachers and the pastors and the forerunners of the gospel who built up Christianity in the last 20 to 30 years, God says they have almost all sold out to the Baphomet. These are Baphomet pastors. God says if you could see them in their robes, if you could see them when they go to take their vows, you would vomit. You would vomit if you could see them when they gather as I am seeing them. 
black robes, red robes, hoods they wear, gold robes, how they dress up. God says if you saw them when they came off the pulpit and they go to what is called midnight mass church, you would vomit if you saw who is feeding you. They give you feces. That's what you're eating, church of Jesus Christ. You eat waste. They prepare for you a plate of feces and then they lace it with gospel verses and you snack on these things morning, noon, and night. And God says that is what Daniel was told. In the time of the end, the Bible says, knowledge will increase and men will run to and fro. And God says, don't you know that the place you run to and fro is called the information highway? Yes, your little internet is what is killing you. Your little world wide web You run to and fro from one website to the other, from one video to the other, and he says you are feasting on feces and waste. You have not eaten the truth of God's word in a long time. And that is why when you taste it, you spit it out and you reject it. You say it's too harsh. You say it's not loving because you are used to the taste of feces. You don't even know what real food tastes like. And I see a type of Christian who is making a face. No, thank you. No, thank you. This Christian has stuck out their hand. No, thank you. That Christian does not want to participate in these things. That Christian does not like the taste of deception. That Christian is discerning, very discerning. God says high discernment saves the life of the believer. But my people, you do not even have low discernment. But I see this group of people who refuse to partake of the witch's feast. They do not sit at the table of the doctrines of demons and devils. They know they are supposed to participate in God's word alone. They love the taste of God's word. These people have iron jaws. No matter how tough the scripture, no matter how tough the message, they can take it. They chew it. And he says that they are becoming very robust in themselves. This is the iron church. And I will share with you, Selfer, the vision of the Iron Church that I saw when I was just a young woman. I saw that God directed me and a few other people that he had selected. And he pointed out to a a church to us. And he told us, go to that church and remove the roof. And I was thinking, how are we supposed to take off a whole roof, God, off of a church building? But we went. We were giving some kind of very great agility in the spirit. And we were able to crawl up to the roof of that church without ropes. I saw that we did not have ropes. I saw that we did not have any kind of body harness. I saw that we did not have grappling hooks, but we were able to directly crawl on the walls of the building. And a few of us, just four or five, we went to the top of this building and we began to lift and God gave us such great strength. And we removed the roof of that building and we looked inside. And what we saw were many people at a church service many people and they were singing the usual church songs and all of a sudden fire began to fall on those people and how those people were tormented by that fire fire fell from heaven from god himself upon those people gathered in that church and the fire burnt off all their flesh the fire burnt off all their flesh the fire burnt off all of their of their laziness The church is so lazy to even look up a Bible verse. They will ask you, can you put the Bible verse there for me? So lazy, so entitled. Fire hit them. They began to go through personal problems. 
They began to go through trials. They began to go through crushing, fire, liquid fire, burning them up. And what I saw is that after a while, all their flesh was burned away. And what was left were these powerful iron skeletons, metal skeletons. These people were refined by God through suffering. I saw all those years back then that the time would come where God would refine the church through pain. They run away from pain. Each one thinks his pain is so special, so different. He's the only person, she's the only person this has ever happened to. And the Bible says, do not think it's strange when you go through various trials. That means everybody has pain and many people have gone through the exact thing that you grew, you went through. And that doesn't mean that the pain is not real. What it means is because you should know that other people have suffered as you have, that means that it is widespread and that means that there is a solution for it. And that solution is the word of God. That solution is the Lord Jesus Christ. I saw that the time for people thinking that their pain was everything under the sun, it passed by because a new era of pain came that snapped them out of it like that. They were forced to stop crying and to stop looking for solutions in the word of God. They were forced to stop murmuring and begin instead to chew the scripture until their jaws became iron. And as I watched Fire fell on those people until their flesh, their emotions. I feel like this. I feel like God is not speaking to me. They got over that and they became an iron church because the age that is coming is an iron age. And whoever will not adapt, surely you will be taken away. An iron people is required for the iron kingdom. Because iron will meet iron. Iron can sharpen iron and the sparks will fly. But whoever remains as clay, you will be trampled by the beast. You will be trampled by the beast. You must come out of the midst of these deceivers. God says that these pastors, these so-called social media influencers, you young women that are on Instagram, you are sitting in the company of properly initiated witches. Did you know that? Did you know that your so-called favorite marriage channel, Christian marriage channel that you're following, did you know that those people are witches? Did you know that these young women giving so much spiritual advice, do you know that they are initiated witches? You are a church under craft. I need to put that prophecy on the blog. A church under craft, God says. This means a church that is completely taken by wizards, warlocks, witches, conjurers, people who are playing tricks in front of your eyes and you cannot perceive the slight of hand. Slight of hand means to move your hand so quickly in a deception that the person can't see it. They can't see how you're doing it. And so they literally think that what you are doing is real. Come out of them. Come out of them and be separate. Imagine that. Imagine this being the last days and you are being taught by an Illuminati warlock because he is handsome. He has fooled you. He has given over his allegiance to the beast, to Satan, 
Lucifer, light bringer, deceiver, appearing as an angel of light and eating up your soul at night. Munching on you in your sleep and you wake up feeling, I'm so tired. I don't know why I'm so tired because someone is drinking your spiritual energy at night. And that's because you tune in every time they have a broadcast. You are their food. You don't know. They feed on you. They sell you in the spirit realm like currency. I see people exchanging people as currency. The way you exchange money for goods. They exchange their followers in the spirit realm for more power, for more influence, for more fame, for more money. You are their foundation stones. It's you that they are selling to the devil in exchange for earthly pleasures, God says, to climb the ladder to get the Baphomet's reward. Is it even worth it? What does it matter that you lose your life here on earth and then you die and you lose it again? Don't make wrong choices. God is saying, do not make wrong choices. You only have one soul. If you trade it in the wrong kingdom, you can't get it back. Is it really worth it to defend your favorites when they do not favor you? Do you really think that the sum of your life is to defend your favorite pastor, your favorite gospel singer who has signed about 20 deals with a demon so that she can sell records, so that she can become more famous. She wants to win Dove Awards, God is saying, and she paid for those awards with you, with you. And you want to defend her, it's not true. Where's the proof? Won't you die? Won't you die when she gets ready to make bigger and bigger sacrifices? Won't you pass away? Because you don't have the wisdom to separate from evil when you hear the word of truth coming from an unpolluted source. You want to question and argue and point holes in the argument until suddenly, God says, God says judgment will hit this earth so suddenly that people will be taken aback. God says people are going to be surprised by the things he will do. I will rock this earth to the foundation stones and many will be taken away. Suddenly, it is possible to lose your life. Suddenly, I hear the, the spirit of the Lord saying, suddenly, like this that you can go from living to not living like that like that no chance to repent no chance to cry out have mercy on me oh lord god says that people do not even have the wisdom of the thief on the cross god says a man knows when he's dying he knows when the seconds of his life are nearly up and that man chose to use his precious remaining minutes to repent to admit that the choices he made in his life were wrong to admit that he had no discernment unless he would have gone a different way and he turned to the lord and he said please please sir remember me Remember me when you come into your kingdom. God says this generation will not even be given the opportunity. In many cases, you will be taken out like. You won't even be able to open your mouth to start the sentence to say, God, please, like the thief on the cross. That's how urgent the time frame is now.
the blades of death are whipping in the earth and still men will not separate from these killing fields they continue to defend their murderers until they die for real this is too much for me this kind of stubbornness this is too much for me God have your way Lord have your way Lord have your way Lord disturbances 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 coming to a person's soul disturbances coming to a person's mind God says some of you will be so troubled you will be troubled until you repent I will trouble you until your stubbornness breaks down. I will trouble you. You will get no peace. You will get no rest. Your mind will be troubled until you give up your own way and bow your knee to me. I have been calling you. I have been calling you. I have been warning you. I have been telling you to stop sleeping around. I have been telling you to stop using substances. I have been telling you that porn will destroy you. It will trigger lusts in you that you cannot control until you put your hand on someone you should not have touched and you will pay the penalty that men receive for rape. You will pay the penalty that men receive for pedophilia. The porn will trigger appetites in you that are demon controlled and those demons are stronger than you. They will push you until you commit crimes that carry 30 to 40 year sentences and you will spend the rest of your life in man's jail because you would not listen to God's voice when he was calling you to come away from the fences. This is the judgment of God. Whosoever will not hear, you will receive the penalty of error in the body if you will not repent if you will not listen to me if you will not respect me if you will not honor my word in your midst if you will not honor my voice when I send my spirit to you my messengers to you you will pay the price in full this is the word of the Lord this is the voice of the Lord in the earth today speaking to a church that is dead and claiming that it is alive. Wake up, O sleeper. The time is far spent to sit on the fence. You cannot serve two masters. Come now into the house of God and live or stay outside underneath these boulders that are coming from the spirit. <laughs> People will learn some hard lessons the hard way. It is one thing to be proud it is one thing to be proud, but imagine being proud in the era of judgment. How unwise are you? <laughs> How unwise are you, people of God? I will stop the call here at this time. May the Lord receive glory for his word. I exalt you, Abba. I worship you. I adore you. You are God alone. No competition. You have no competition. There is no one with you. God alone forever. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.